So tell me about, so what brought you to Dubai originally? Because I know you're from Belgium, right? Uh, yeah, so um, I was already um, into CrossFit when I was nice. living in Belgium. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I was doing maybe CrossFit for the past two, three years. And I yeah. just wanted a, I wanted a different environment, a training environment. And um, yeah, at the time, so it was 2015 and um, I was um, at the Games in, in California yeah um just supporting one of my friends and um i met with someone who was also competing and he lived in dubai so i was speaking to him that i wanted to move and then a few weeks later um his boss my current boss now he mm. messaged me he's like hey i wanna i hear you wanna come maybe to dubai why don't you come work for me i said yeah sounds a good idea that's and awesome. that's a bit like how i got into coming to dubai the um sort of the training atmosphere in Dubai is, is really beneficial for like bodybuilders. And because I mean, that's that's kind of my introduction into it, because I know um, there's a few famous bodybuilders that went down that route, like they went to Dubai to train at the gyms over there. So there's like a giant fitness culture, right, that kind of surpasses maybe what America has or something like that. Um, yeah, like it's, I don't know much about bodybuilding itself. Um, yeah. but I do know like the CrossFit, CrossFit community was pretty, um, good here. Like, especially like Bible. five years ago, lots of people moved here because if you think about it, like if you want to coach, like it's good also to, to PT, like a lot of people are like, like a lot of business people and everybody like makes good money. For, uh, most of like most people make good money. Yeah. So they, they want to PT and then they, they see your fit. So it's, 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 it's easy way to sustain being an athlete and, sure. and also making a little bit of money on the side compared to like Europe. It's, it's a bit of a different crowd. CrossFit is sort of popular there as well. And, and remind me, what's the gym you train at over in Dubai? Cause I, I saw the it briefly. Called, the gym is called inner fight. Inner fight. Okay. Yeah, it's nothing awesome. to do with fighting or anything. We're just a, a CrossFit gym. <laughs> that was my next and, uh, question. <laughs> a lot of people like mix it like, oh, you, you guys do like jujitsu. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but that's yeah, cool. I, I, no, not, none of that. What we do have, like, so we have a CrossFit pod and then obviously a big PT um, business as well. And then we have like a really big uh, endurance um, uh, section where we just yeah. um, have like ultra uh, runners and triathletes as well man that's amazing do the how do you see crossfit in general because you had written an article uh on the website i think it was talking about kind of the state of crossfit nowadays as opposed to where it was when it first started because it's become more of a communal thing like it used to be considered sort of like this cultish kind of weird vibe i guess because people would talk about it they'd be like oh you get injured you know you can't do it you're gonna get injured and and nowadays it's become something more widely accepted. That's kind of how it is in your I think eyes, also right? Sport, like, yeah, CrossFit has developed a lot over the years. Yeah. Um, if you look 10 years back, a lot of people had no clue what they were doing. And That's they exactly were just, right. yeah, just going crazy. I'm like, oh, let's yeah, do this yeah. Like what are these movements? How do I do them? Yeah, exactly. Like the, the more crazy they could find it the better it was at some point or something and i guess that's where also a lot of people got injured and mm. but now like everything is way more scientific based and they realize you actually if you want to be a good crossfit athlete you don't just do crossfit you train the whole year 
yeah. in different phases, like any other athlete would do. You would have an off season and you have a build up to, to the competitions you prioritize. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's way more developed in that case. And then also like um, just people who are not competing, um, the like especially I know with us like we don't really follow the CrossFit mainline uh, like the website or anything. Can I ask you that? Very, yeah. Like, if, if you do follow it, you you see like they just do like push press and that, that's it for that day, and then maybe one day they'll do like a, a long workout. But there's not like um, it's never like a complete thing. Like you mm. don't have like a, a proper strength and a proper conditioning bit, and that's what we try to do always. Um, in our gym is to make the programming like that so everybody gotcha. can yeah not not just having one single thing like building all different um yeah yeah but the uh yeah and the question that always comes to my mind is kind of like whenever whenever you train somebody just sort of a lay person somebody you know who's just sort of a recreational weightlifter do you ever find it's 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 funny how like for people who are considered athletes they go through the cycles, right? They go through the, um, you know, all the mesocycles of like training in the off season, the on season. But whenever somebody is a recreational weightlifter, they always think that they got to just sort of stick to it with one particular style of training. And it's funny how like, you know, if athletes are adding variety, it would make sense that that would transfer over to regular people. Right. I think. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I completely agree that like yeah. even your recreational tra trainer, um, or athlete like i think everybody's kind of an athlete if you work hey, out that's that's what it is and that's not you're an athlete. nowadays yeah, yeah like you have to think of training like an athlete okay you yeah. don't have to do as much as the athlete do, does but everybody wants to look like the athletes but then you they don't really want to actually train like that because when once they realize how athletes train it's boring because there you're you gonna go. have to do the same stuff all over again and it's not always that uh, fun and that, that black and white yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah it, it's it's true and it's kind of i i um i don't know lately it's it's almost like doing different exercises that may exist outside of like just standard resistance training you know be it like uh i don't know yoga or pilates or something tends to actually give you like a cool stimulus like it makes you feel like you're actually improving so it's always it always seems like it's something you would never guess would work for your body type it's it's something that you tend toward you know i guess i mean that's just me personally but i imagine you see it in some other people where you're like oh you like this you know let's do this yeah yeah yeah, for sure like um it's also like giving the people the option that like sometimes they don't know they don't know any better exactly. so then if you give them different options and like you teach them like why it can help them then as long as they understand why i think they really need to understand why they're doing it because otherwise they they will fall off the boat if you just say do this and this and this but like especially like with mobility stuff like you just mentioned like yoga and stuff like okay it's going to help you if, if if you can reach better positions in mm. in your lifting but they need to know that like otherwise they won't do it and even if they know it a lot of the time they don't put the effort in to work on their mobility or work on their aerobic conditioning yeah and and how do you how do you get around because you you said you said something that was like so true it's it's they'll fall off if they just expect you to give them like each step like do this 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 and this they'll eventually fall off how do you get around that because that's 
shoot, that was my problem when I was training. Like people would expect that, you know, how, like tell me to do everything, but two weeks in they, you know, they wouldn't get back to you and they'd be done. They'd be done with the program. And it was that quick. You know, do you, how do you approach that? If, if they expect that from you? Well, I always ask them why they, why do you come to the gym? Like, what do you want to get from it? And yeah. once you, once they realize like what's their priority, like sometimes they will say, okay, I just want to look good. All right. Then I'm yeah. like, okay, do you really need to barbell lifting and learn the technique if you don't really have the mobility? Mm. Then I'm like, okay, why don't you just use dumbbells or kettlebells where you don't really need that much mobility? So you like, you don't really want to do them. So you kind of make it that it's, helping them towards what they prioritize, whether it's aesthetics, performance, or health. So I kind of, before I train them, I want them to know, Bond or tell me what they want from this. And as, and as soon as I know that, then it's easy for me to give them a program that reflects that. Motivated. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, if, is you, it... if you just, if you say, okay, I want performance, then yeah, okay, then I then I need to make sure you do your mobility and do all your recovery stuff and everything around it to, to get your uh, 90 kilo snatch or whatever it is you want to achieve. But yeah. if, if you just want to be healthy, then uh, you do don't really need to do that much of that. Do you, do you think that's a good enough reason when somebody says, Oh, I just want to be healthy. Or do you kind of like kind of in your head, you're like, ah, it's, you know, that's, that's, you'll drop off. Cause every time somebody says be healthy, I guess, I guess me, I never know how to make that at all. It never seems deep enough, I guess. Okay. But then like, okay, what does health mean to you? Like okay. define that and then we'll dig deeper, obviously into gotcha what they want from it. Yeah. So even like healthy, you can define a lot more and it depends for each person. Okay. Like a lot of people who come to the gym are very overweight. So yeah. Then health for them is different, means something different than for me. If you have fit, you don't think of some small things that some people just can't do because they're just so unfit or unhealthy. Yeah. So it's really, so it's, again, it's, so it's digging deeper and then it's, it's sort of, it's focusing it maybe on those smaller things. That's good yeah. for me. I, I like learning this stuff because I know a lot of trainers, especially just new trainers, you know, they, yeah. it, it's not known how to really work on the psychological side because that's the big problem. It's like, I think exercise and any form of exercise is pretty self-explanatory at the end of the day. I mean, it doesn't change all that much, but like finding out how they, how they continue. It's just, God, it's, it's, it's annoying. It's hard to figure out, you know, it's hard to find what keeps people going at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. And that's how you see the difference between someone who just got into coaching or yeah. someone who has a bit more experience. Yeah. Because in the beginning, like the first five years, I would be like, okay, do this and this and this. And then okay. they're like, nah, they would fall off. And I'm like, why, why, why? You're sitting there I, having to figure this out. Realize, okay, it's not the training, the program. Any program you follow is good program. Yeah. yeah? Oh, that's, that's what I say. Better than yours or whatever kind of like they're all it's all pretty much the same build on the same science. So it's Big all, time. it's, it, if you can keep your clients, it means that you, you get, you know how to build a, a connection, like an emotional connection with them oh, and, and really that. understand who they are. And sometimes they don't even know themselves. And it's like nice to 
get to a point where where you help them figure these things out and sometimes you realize they're like like not, not even in the right relationship and then you're like okay i'm just a trainer i don't think this said, is, i'm not your psychologist but okay it, but yeah yeah exactly so like, often sure. that you, they open up to you because they just um they start to you. trust you yeah 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 it, it but that's kind of cool way not not necessarily knowing themselves until they get into the program and then they start to uh, i guess maybe down the road start to see the impact that their relationship with you is starting to have on maybe their personal life and things that they wanted to be better for you know so yeah like the things they learn in the gym it, you can apply all these things yeah to, to real life i think that's also what what's so nice about working out like the things you learn the discipline you, you learn that sometimes it's something is hard but if you push through and, and you keep a positive mindset, you get over it. And, and that's also what, what happens in, in just life. Like, yeah, I think yeah. that's the, like why I love coaching so much. Yeah, yeah no, it, it's for real. And, and you yourself, are you looking to compete in uh, later CrossFit games? Or are you kind of getting ready for some right now? Um, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm done with uh, competing in CrossFit. Don't I might me. do like, um, <laughs> like a local one in a team or something but like individually i think i've i've had enough on that yeah. um I, what i'm working at for now is uh i want to snatch 100 kilos like it's been in my head for years i've always wanted to get to this point yeah uh, but that's why wow, i would just i just like to snatch a bar that'd be great I, <laughs> <laughs> as far as like the local shows in dubai goes i imagine those are pretty big deal though because i know local shows here are kind of like like little small communal shows that kind of exist like within a small city. So it's probably a big deal, I guess. It's no, if I would do a, a local competition here, it would be, it would be very small, like a, like yeah. a local gym uh, stuff. Yeah. There's one big competition, uh, Dubai championship. Nice. Um, but that's also, that's almost as competing individual for the CrossFit games. So it's one of the big events. Cause I know what about uh, with the difference between like individual as opposed to, to, teaming up because i know i don't know it is rich froning right i always he's the only yeah. he's my like my uh you know the, the guy everybody knows within the crossfit world but he went to partners right he went to duos and so he transferred once he you know won however many individual things he did but i guess you just want that team aspect right after you do the individual stuff it depends a little bit like for individually to to still be at the top now you have to train so much and there's not much room to do anything else yeah. so if you want to have a family or you want to work or like <laughs> live a life yeah yeah <laughs> live a life do social yeah. things it's hard to do that and that's also why i'm like kind of retired from individual compete competing um and team it just takes a little bit pressure off like you have the whole like team that. you don't really need to be in top, top shape to still compete as a as a team yeah everybody can contribute a little bit when you're working out as a team so that's that's why i would do it i, I love that yeah. the uh do you see yourself doing any other kind of sport if you were going to go into it because i know so crossfit's been your life so far did you did you come from another sport when you went into crossfit or did you just kind of go straight not out? really like i did sports through yeah, when I was a kid, like I did gymnastics when I was uh, like eight to twelve years old. Yeah, 
And then I didn't really do much like actual sports. Like I, I used to be a break dancer. I, I used to break dance. That's um, awesome, actually. There you go. You're the I, first break I dancer, former break dancer. Yeah, but I lost all tricks though. Oh, I'm too God. stiff now. <laughs> That's okay. Too That's much all right. Muscles in the way. Um, yeah. So and then until I was 23, I started CrossFit. So Man. it's been like yeah, I've done 10 years now of CrossFit. So it's a big part of my life. And I will always do some form of CrossFit. Like it will never totally yeah. die off. I'm 100% sure of that. Um, maybe the focus will change always. But um, like now the focus is more on weightlifting. And uh, I do love riding my bike. So maybe I might start like uh, some do cycle some... races. or But that's yeah. in a few years. Yeah, not yet. Well, you got to tell me about the break dancing because you mentioned break dancing and now I'm like honing in on a bunch of questions about that. But okay, that, <laughs> I, I met, so I imagine you didn't like go out into the street and, you know, you set up your like plywood thing and you got your like your little your little uh, radio sitting next to you. Or did you actually do that? Kind of, yes? kind of, a uh, little bit, little bit, but it wasn't that like. That's like the movie version. Thing. That's but like what you see in a movie a where a break dancer and it's like, that's where my head goes. I'm like, oh, they, you know, they got the baggy clothes on and they do their break dancing. So, <laughs> you know. so we had like um, a place where like old, like it was in Antwerp and nice. it's like a big city in, in Belgium and um, like all the local kids who um, were into break dancing, we would all come together on like a few days a week and we just try different tricks and learn from each other. And that's awesome. Actually, there Jeez. wasn't really much like that's I'm talking like 15 years ago now. So yeah. there wasn't like YouTube, but not that much. It was a little bit of YouTube, but not like not, not blown now. up as it is now. No, yeah. exactly. So yeah, everything we learned was, yeah, trying to do some research on websites and try to find two new things to do um, Jeez, on and off. But it was just also nice community hanging out it's very similar to crossfit community like everybody's really like close and even though you're like when you like would compete with so battle against each other everybody's most of the time very friendly and like will show <laughs> so respect good. even though like when you're like dancing yeah. you like try to diss them and like make them look stupid that's but then after up, everybody yeah. shows respect so yeah I, it was I, a good time that's really interesting because yeah you you uh there's no, I, I don't know, I guess, you know, you've, you've been to America and everything, but I can't, I can't, maybe there are breakdancing, I guess, areas that do that. I just don't hear about it that much. You know, it's, it's rare that I ever get to talk with somebody about that, but uh, that's cool. So Antwerp was like, there was a big culture for breakdancing where, where that was. Yeah, like, I wouldn't say big, like you couldn't compare it to like the CrossFit community or anything. It was like big for for, for, Belgium, what let's say, yeah. for what it was yeah what it was but now it's like evolved a lot and you got even like a, a break dancing school like one of the guys i used to dance with he like totally committed to teaching little kids um break dancing and it's so it's cool. insane what they have achieved like these kids are like <laughs> seven seven to ten years old and they do the most insane, insane tricks like, like, how is it even possible yeah that's yeah. that that's this part of dancing that blows my mind i know there's you know you could be in ballet or whatever but i don't know i feel like part of me looks at breakdance and goes whoa look at those tricks that's insane the flexibility so i see it as more impressive power. a lot of it is from like yeah, yeah like geez it's it's a freaking workout it's like legitimately takes 
a crazy amount of like full body strength. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. which I guess makes you what makes you good at CrossFit. I'll say that, it I, was, you know, it was yeah. definitely a good transfer to CrossFit because when I started, some would say, ah, oh, handstand pushups. I'm like, oh, I can do that. But I, I used to go day. over my head, my hands and, so and shift cool. through that. So then all of a sudden, oh, I have a wall to do it. I'm like, oh, this is easy. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And then like pistols, do a pistol. I'm like, what's a pistol? So they were like, oh, yeah. Squat, yeah. Squat down one leg. I'm like, oh, this? It's like dancing. <laughs> so I'm envisioning like, it now with my limited dancing. knowledge. I know what you're talking about. Like with the one-legged yeah. stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, break dancers would be good at pistol squats. It's cool to hear that. Compared to so many other people I talk to, which are like, uh, oh, you know, I used to be a powerlifter and then I decided to do CrossFit. And I'm like, okay, okay, got it. Yeah. No, that's 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 so cool. And then after, but after Antwerp, you you went to California after that, or did you go straight to Dubai for uh for CrossFit? Um so I stayed in Antwerp till 2015. Uh, and I just went to America for like uh three, four weeks. And yeah. uh, after I came back, it was like another two or three months. And nice. then I moved to Dubai. Yeah. yeah. What did you think about California? I loved it. I once yeah. went to, um, I don't know where you guys were. I hope. No, this I'm is from California originally. And then I'm, I'm in Louisiana right now. So I'm always interested. <laughs> okay. So yeah. I went to Utah and that, I didn't like that. Like we went to this town. Utah, you said? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was different. Different from California. There, there's a stark contrast it, it is funny like just the honestly it's probably the kind of people i guess you know just the vibe of the 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 way people act and everything i don't know I, california is always kind of in america it's like you know, it's sort of it's kind of cold like you know you walk around in louisiana everybody's like saying hi to each other on the streets like hey neighbor you know and then you go yeah. to california and it's like screw off you know it's it's very oh, different okay. yeah yeah. I find California cool. Like it was laid back, chill. So where I tell me this though, I, the, with my little knowledge of like what Dubai is with fitness, there's one gym. Is it called? Oh God. Is it called the oxygen oxygen gym? Do you know, does that name sound familiar? Mm, maybe is this okay. like a bodybuilding thing yes yeah i think it's a bodybuilding thing and the only way you're you're my only connection in dubai so i was i was okay. it's it's known for that right now these giant gorgeous like i guess bodybuilding slash crossfit gyms that it's got in it like do you have you frequent oh. frequented that at all i guess um, i don't know about oxygen gym but there's loads of of gyms yeah. where you just have everything like that's what yeah like, i was like <laughs> like you got everything in Laco. you got like a 50 meter swimming pool you got That's a running dope. track you got everything everything you can imagine is there like it's 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 so amazing like our gym is not that because we're just like a, a small business let's say but like yeah. some of those big gyms are owned by like like really rich people <laughs> so it's they got just the, have yeah like, it's got the funding all these millions yeah just make gym you can make and that's it yeah so that's also I think one of the reasons why people want to move here because Dubai is small and you can do you think of something and it is within 20 minutes drive so everything Nobody is within 20 that. minutes you can go to to the desert and go yeah. run in the desert and in, or you can go diving in the school in the world yeah um oh that's right that like, is in dubai think of something and you can do it here and that's yeah. why it's a great place to to live 
and yeah, it's it, pretty it, much good all year round obviously really hot but it's two three months it's really hot and you'll get over it it's, it's over before you know it and then the rest of the year it's just beautiful weather so the culture always yeah the dubai culture fascinated me because it's it's um yeah it, it a lot of a lot of american athletes uh not only just bodybuilders started going there uh to do their training because of the funding because of the the environment so it was and and you're right when you talked about the whole kind of within a close a close distance of each other like that's what i had heard and and it's it's just nifty like i love how cool that is that they've set up this massive well-funded culture of fitness that you can just you can you know take from whenever you go around and also like <coughs> one of the the, the shake sons um yeah Faz, Faz three he um he's super like he's into all kind of sports so Sporty he's guy. like the one who's pushing like all kind of sports in Dubai and he wants he wants also that Dubai is recognized that may be him place. actually yeah like everybody can come and train like the there's a, com a sports complex called NAS and okay. this is like an Olympic training center oh god but there's actually not that many people actually going there it's just everything is there for any sport you can think of just at and, their disposal uh, i think now like getting like professional athletes in and giving them just money okay just be here and just use our facility yeah so it's like yeah it's a dream 